Hey guys, my name is Michael Burgess from Young Hunger. Today I am super pleased to announce that we are shooting our very first podcast from our very own studio. And we couldn't have picked a better guest to kick us off. This young woman is the proud owner of the massively successful unaltered clothing brand, has her own YouTube channel. That woman is Drew Clark. Check this out. So my name is Drew Clark, I am the owner of An Altered, I am 26 years old and I am super excited to be on Young Hungry's podcast today. The main reason I wanted you on the podcast okay. was because of what you've been able to do it's like through lockdown, yeah. so you've sort of like thrived through lockdown, so you started your On Altered business yeah. as well, so tell me, what did that, what did the spark sort of start from that, did like, you know when everyone's at home and things, yeah. did you just get an idea, I want to start this? clothing business or where did that all begin? To be honest, I was heavily pregnant. Yeah. At the very well to be fair, at the very start of my pregnancy and kinda of how an altered was born was a lot of the time I wanted to make people feel good and I wasn't yeah. sure how to do that. I done it through my Instagram, like you know, doing stories and talking to people and trying to relate to them and show them the, like, the raw and real side of behind the scenes of Instagram. And then I was talking to my husband one day and I was like, you know, I really want to start something that people can feel like they're a part of, you mm. know, a community of women. And I thought of all different things, but one thing I always came back to was leggings. Mm. Because for a lot of the time, that's what I always wore. I literally lived in them throughout all my jobs. Like, when I was a caterer, I was in the makeup, so I always wore comfortable mm. clothes. And he was like, well, that's something you've never been able to find, something that actually makes you feel good in time to put leggings on. You're like, I hate these, I yeah. spent so much money on them. He's like, why don't you try that? Yeah. So it was just something I had in my mind. Didn't actually think like anything of it. Mm. Drew plans up, designs, like literally while I was pregnant. I was thinking I was 16 weeks pregnant when we got our first sample. Yeah. And Ram was like, mm, they're quite cute. And I was yeah. like, aren't they? And I was like, trying them on. And I was like, I love the material. That was something I was so happy with. And I was like, do you know what? Why don't we just see? I was like, and an altered came from the idea of, I was getting my wedding dress altered and I'd always had that name down for any brand I was going to start. Altered, I wanted that name. Because yeah, yeah. so if you think about altering your body, mm. you know, you're changing it. Yeah. I wanted unaltered so you're not changing how you look. You're just wearing clothes that fit you, not trying to fit the clothes. That makes any sense? Yeah. So that's kind of how I was born. And obviously, yeah, during lockdown, I had a lot of time. I was mm. pregnant and my mum and dad were really weird about me leaving the house. Like, you know, you're fine. Just you stay at home. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be getting COVID while you're pregnant. So, of course, I was like, right, I had all the time in the world to sit and really plan. And yeah. that's how it was born. So you're a new mum as well. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. I know, nine months. Uh, uh, yeah, nine months. That's a Yeah, matter. I know. So, I know. Literally nine months last week. That's which mad. is just crazy. Yeah, because you're on YouTube. Actually, you've yes. seen a couple of videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that was like my first video of her. She's so tiny mm. and so new. And yeah. now she's like saying mama, which yeah. is so weird. And crawling <laughs> and trying to climb things, which is not fun. Yeah. yeah. How do you balance it? So you're a new mum. Yeah. And then you've got a new business. Mm-hmm. Like, more like, how do you get the right sort of... You have family time things as well. and It's hard. Yeah. Like, that is one thing I think about a lot. When I first had Aria, I really wanted an altar to do so well. Mm. I had big, massive expectations, but I also wanted to be a really good mom and give her literally every, every single second of my time. That's where I struggled mentally. I was just like, how do I do this? Like, how do I split my time to this little tiny human that needs me 24-7 and also a business that needs me 24-7? Because at the start of any business, anyone will know it takes so much to grow. Mm. And that's something I did struggle with. And I still struggle with now. I prioritize my time is something I really need to 
do more of. I do find it quite hard. Like I'll, you know, in the mornings, Aria wakes up around seven, I'll get her breakfast. I will play with her, tire her out around 10, she'll nap. Mm. 10 to 11 is usually her nap time, but she likes to nap on me. So I'll hold her and sit on my phone, catch up with influencers, post stories, do like my chatty videos that maybe were pre-recorded the evening before when she was sleeping. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. So mm. I think anyone who has a baby and does a business at the same time, you know, you can love, you know, your business so much, but your children do come first. And yeah. that is the hardest thing for me, just trying to balance my responsibilities. Cause I'm still young and we're 26. Yeah. So like having such a little person that needs you <laughs> and also the business, like I said, yeah. it's just, it's just really trying to prioritize my time. And I am, I am working on that. I'm getting better. Like, you know, I am trying to stay off my phone. I have a limit on my Instagram. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. You can have a limit. Mm. So like it'll give you a timer and you get like a five minute countdown. So about yeah, yeah. two hours a day, I'm allowed on Instagram and then it comes off and that's me with her. Like that's all I can really do. I think you're a big like inspiration to like even like young mums because you've been able to do so much. Like I think two years, these last two years have been huge for yeah. you. So having yeah. the business, becoming a mum and just sort of like posting it so other people can see how yeah. you're handling sort of. Well, it's it's also to show other mums, you know, you can do it. A lot mm. of the time I think mums are fed this thing, you know, when you have a baby, you are off work, you mm. know, you're just there to look after this child and then yeah. you're thrown back into the world of work after nine months. Yeah. And you're it's both. hard. Yeah. <laughs> so from I was thirty eight weeks pregnant, I haven't stopped working. Mm. You know, yeah, I remember she was two weeks um old and she was in a Moses basket and I was sitting on my iPad that my husband had just bought me and I was all excited because I was like, you know, get my website made and I was yeah, doing yeah. it all and he was like, you know, how are you find a balance in this? And I was like, Well she sleeps so much, so it's fine. Yeah. Now that she doesn't sleep as much and she's only on like what two naps a day mm. that is where I'm just trying to like prioritize my time and go right when she sleeps I'll work when she's awake I'm with her so she yeah. never feels like I'm not doing enough yeah, yeah which I know she's only she's so young and I know a lot of mums will struggle with that anyway mum guilt is a big thing but mm. I'm just it's just that really trying to get my time in right and go mm. right I can also be with her and I can do my business I don't need to be on my phone 24 7 that's something I did struggle with at the start I find my phone was just stuck to my hand because mm -hmm. it was in the the main peak of its growth so it was like oh how do I get this to work yeah, so yeah. That's kind of how I did it. You little, you touched a little bit on it there, but how does your normal day look like? So um, at the moment, just because we've launched um, our new collection of the hoodies, <laughs> um, <laughs> it would be so our warehouse. We literally wake up in the morning, feed Aria, mm. um, get ourselves ready, pack a bag up, go to the warehouse, get all our orders sorted. Ryan prints them all out in the morning, shipping labels. We go down, we package everything for about an hour and a half to two hours. We put Aria in like a wee crib so she can play and we're over the trying yeah. to like play with her unless my parents are here, my parents are away. So like that's a big, that's a big thing. Yeah. They're usually there to help us. So if they're not just at the moment, that's how it looks. And then we'll grab something to eat for lunch. It might just be something quick and easy. Yeah. And then back home, do Instagram stories, reach out to influencers, waiting on their like posts or maybe mm -hmm. some paid promotions we're doing. That takes time too, doesn't it? That's sort of... Yeah, setting that all up. You don't yeah. have to speak to like um, agencies too to get influencers on board, especially unpaid like... Um, promotions but it's basically just work and then be with Aria work be with Aria and then yeah. we're just trying to get that time for each other as well mm. you know what I'm saying to Ryan like we haven't even been able to have a conversation yeah you know, like when are we going to actually sit down and go right what are our plans for the summer or yeah. what are we doing with her things that are actually fun and aren't all about business mm. but yeah basically just work in the morning be with her in the afternoon in the evening is a lot of posting to try and get those last minute orders so we can get back to the warehouse get them packed and get them shipped out the next morning so that's just the day, it's yeah. like your hard days look. Is it, is it just the two of you? And are you, are you working from yeah. home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so at the moment it's all from home and um, the warehouse is at my parents' house. So mm. we literally, they're like Dramara, we're Lisburn. So it's yeah. a long trek up, a long mm. trek back. So yeah. it's just constant. Oh, Dramara is where you grew up, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah Bambridge, Dramara. Mm. So it's just trying to get that balance of 
you know, we'll go in the mornings and then we'll have the afternoons free to do a walk or, you know, whatever. And then the evenings we'll sit and print whoever's in order that day, you know, yeah. on the shipping labels and then next morning drive back up again. It's so all go, it's all go all the time. 24-7, yeah. but we love it. It's literally amazing because mm. I'm watching something I had created from my house just grow and people have got, we've got orders now from Australia and Japan. No way. And yeah. Yeah, Ram was doing orders from Canada yesterday. Like three orders from Canada. He was like, how does this even happen? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm literally living in a wee house in Lisbon. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. So did you start off as... Uh, you're only 26, you were saying? Yeah. So you, did you start off as a makeup artist? Is that right? Yes, well, I had loads of different jobs before that. I was did in like, cafes. And re- I had like about seven different jobs. Did I was it? in a cafe and I was in restaurants. I just loved to meet new people. And mm. also, I was never that good at doing the job. Yeah. That's kind of how I realized I needed to be self employed because any job I had, I was like, I'm just not good at this. I think yeah. they felt sorry for me. Like, they were yeah, like, yeah. how are you finding it? I was like, it's just a bit hard. I'm really struggling <laughs> to carry all these plates. And they'd be like, I think we have to let you go. I was like, okay, on the way, yeah. Okay. So I had a lot of knockbacks and I had a lot of um, jobs. That I just wasn't happy and I just mm. thought this couldn't be the way life is you know mm. uh, my mum my, my sister are the biggest like hype women ever and they're like you know do what makes you happy like if it doesn't matter if it doesn't pay the bills at the start like yeah. just do what makes you happy so that was always something I kept in my head and it's paid so, off well, you know yeah, what I mean it's, yeah. of, it's worked out yeah, I think it was about building my confidence. Mm. Um, for, through school, I didn't have much confidence at all. No? I was, no, I was so quiet. Like, see, even now, I was, like, if I see you, I'd be like, she's probably like the confident girl in no, school. No, 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 no. I was the artsy music girl yeah. that like just floated around in the background. I, that was just me and I loved it. And that's how I liked everything. And I had a nice little friend group that I just kept myself into. And then I didn't get back into school. So that was a big, massive thing for me. And I remember my mental health was terrible because I just thought I'm not good enough. Like, mm. why can I knock it back into the school but I do yeah that was the best thing that ever happened to me I went to back in. a new school in the city and I was like oh my goodness I'm from the country like this is so weird but I was completely out of my shell had to because mm. I had to make friends I had to become a whole new person and from doing that helped me gain so much confidence which is the reason that I am doing what I'm doing now yeah yeah jumping on podcasts yeah jumping doing on podcasts everything. doing YouTube videos yeah yeah because I, I remember sending you a voice note and you're like Straight away, yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Oh, I love taking any opportunity. See, if yeah. something comes, I'm like, beforehand now, about three years ago, I would have said no. Because mm-hmm. I'd have been like, oh, I'm, I'm busy. Like, oh, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Because I'd be nervous of what if the camera picks up the worst angles yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah. What if I'm sitting weird? What if my makeup's not nice? No, I'm just like, that's somebody else's issue if they're judging me on that. No, it's not my, yeah. it's, I like how I look. So it's like, no. well, this is just me. And that's how I have to just accept it. It's funny, it's like, other people wouldn't notice that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like, it's your own sort of... Well, that's, again, that's why I always talk about through the brand. Like, a lot of mm. women would say, you know, they feel really insecure about whatever it may be, lumps and bumps, or, like, the size or shape of them, whereas an altered is about celebrating every single body shape. It's not about picking one person going, that's perfect, that's going to sell. That's what brands do. They mm. pick what sells. Yep. I am picking every single body shape because there's women of every single shape and size out there that are maybe looking for their, you know, whatever gym leggings on Instagram or wherever they're looking. And they're like, oh, that doesn't look like my body shape. I wouldn't suit that. Or they'll buy it thinking that girl looks amazing. Yeah. They'll put it on. They'll be like, that doesn't look like me. Nah, like, like I don't know. Yeah. On the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I wanted them to be able to go on our Instagram and our website and go, oh my God, there's a girl with a stoma bag. There's a girl who's double XL who maybe you wouldn't see as the front cover image of a, you know, of a color of leggings. And for me, that's so important because I've grown up and I've changed shape and size so many different times mm-hmm. and I used to really focus on my body so much. Now I'm just focusing on making people feel good, which makes me feel good. Mm. And you don't think about your body whenever you've changed your whole mindset and you're happier on the inside. It's no longer about how I look, it's more about how I feel and mm. that's kind of why we do what we do. See, all unaltered is massive now. It is like 
Oh gosh. Well, it's like, it's like, what, what's your sort of goal with it? It's hard to know because everything changes so quickly. Mm. For me, my main goal always is to obviously grow. And with growth, I'm thinking like, I would love to hold more big events. Every single woman can come. And it's just, it's more about building the community of a sisterhood, as we like to call it. Yeah. Women who literally feel like they're best friends. We held one at the merchant. And I remember at the end, a couple of girls came over to me and they were like, I literally like, I'm best friends for her now. Yeah. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, like, this is amazing. Like, I've just made so many friends. So yeah. girls came on their own. That's what we're advertising. Like, come on your own. Like, this is what we want. I would love to be so friendly events. sort of environment yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, there's yeah. no judging. There's no judging. That's exactly what it's about. It's about self-love, being unapologetically you. You can come and be the loudest person in the room, and you yep. can come and be the quietest person in the room. You're still going to be celebrated no matter what. Like, you're mm. going to be. You're just going to be accepted, and that's it. And that's exactly what I wanted. So I think it's just about. I'd love to hold more events. I would love to go maybe over into like London and hold a big event. And because we're not so much gym based, we're a bit of a mixture. Yeah. Where like you can wear these and dress them up. You can wear them to the gym. You can wear them do whatever you want. Them, you can yeah. learn to bite in them, that's kind of what our selling point is. So just grow and grow and grow, grow and grow, grow. be yeah. the biggest um, leggings manufacturer and people you can find. Yes. That's what we'd love. See, going back to school, did you ever think you were doing you'd be doing what you're doing now? No. No? No. And like, I say that in every podcast that I'm on. I genuinely like anyone who would watch this who went to my school will maybe know, but I genuinely thought I was going to be no one and have nothing and do nothing. I genuinely I think it was just in a really bad headspace in school. Mm. Um I was in a really bad headspace for a long time. Was it the people around it or was it the school environment or what sort of brought that? It was everything. It was, was it? just I didn't feel like I fitted into my friend group. I didn't feel like the school understood when I say like I didn't understand the work. I was in the bottom class and I but I shouldn't have been. I felt like it was always I was not great at some things, but I had my strength laid in like music and drama yeah, and yeah. Um, art, but that wasn't celebrated. It was mm. concentrated on what I wasn't good at. And that's what made me feel like crap basically every yeah. day. And then I just, I just didn't feel like I fit in. And that was basically, I just felt like I would go into school and I would just be not accepted. Mm -hmm. And everyone was about how you looked in school. You know, if I didn't have my hair done and I wasn't wearing tan or my skirt wasn't short enough, you know, boys wouldn't look at you. Yeah. And then I felt like, oh God, I have to really change who mm. I um, to fit in and that was where I was like no and I just became really quiet and unhappy mm. so yeah I would have never thought I would be sitting on podcasts talking or doing food reviews on my TikTok or even talking to you now I yeah. feel like I've known you for years no, gosh. <laughs> no like I yeah. just I, I love doing this now this mm. is like my I love talking and I love getting to know people and I love being a part of things it makes me feel excited and happy and proud that's mm. kind of yeah why I do it so in five years where do you see yourself Goodness, I would love to be holding events around mm. the world. I would love an altar to be really well known as the leggings business everyone goes to to get their leggings and they're mm. a part of our community. I'd love to be stocked in loads of different stores across the UK and yeah. I would love to do a lot of like speaking. Like because of my background and what I've had to go through, I feel like I would love to help other women who maybe feel like, oh, I'm a mom, I couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. Like I have to go back to my nine to five job and get her a babysitter and it doesn't have to be that way. It can mm. be so different if you just believe that you're better than that and you believe that you've got way more to give than mm. what you've been told or what you've been like basically made to feel like you have. Yeah. Funny enough, I actually have a couple of questions from some of your fans. Oh, love this like oh, I know, I know. But this is from Tori uh, McAleese. So when you see people wearing your brand, say when you're out in Belfast and you see people wearing, how do you feel like whenever you're like, that's my brand? Unbelievable. Like yeah. yesterday I was putting petrol in my car and maybe it's because of how I am on Instagram, but people are so nice. Like I was putting petrol in my car and I seen this girl coming out and I just knew it was Chalkberry, one of our best selling colors. I didn't say anything. I just looked and like went back to my car because me and Ryan have the op, like an absolute issue of just being like, oh my God. And then we look at crepes because we're just staring yeah. at them. <laughs> so I just didn't look. And then she came over and she was like, 
Chalkberry. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, I love this. And yeah. it makes me so excited because I'm like, you're literally like, you understand what the brand is about. You feel good. Like she was literally like, the message is getting across. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. like, it's making them feel good, which is doing what I feel like I'm here for, mm. making people feel good. And if that's how it is, then that's the way it's going to be. How do you feel when people like purchase from you? You know, like, uh, there's so many. I've seen your YouTube again there, and there's like, you're like, so many orders coming through. Yeah. So, well, we had um, our launch there recently with, it was like 500 orders and mm. doing that in one day is That's mad because when you know when I was younger I used to dream of having 500 orders in a month you know or two months yeah. so to do that in daily is mm. it's hard to explain it doesn't feel real like mm-hmm. me and Ryan still go like we celebrate every order like I can hear my phone vibrating there and I'm like it's yeah. an order I'm like, oh. <laughs> or Ryan's like oh my goodness look at that order there was something free in for her that's amazing like, we appreciate every single order so mm. much like Again, yesterday out in Belfast, Ryan was like, how many orders have we got today, Drew? And I was like, I don't know, I'll refresh it. And like, we don't refresh it until like later in the afternoon. He's yeah. like, oh, I got 15 orders this morning. And I'm like, oh, I get so excited. Yeah, it's getting I that buzz nearly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that is it. I think that's why I appreciate it so much. Because I know bigger businesses, like ASOS isn't sitting there going, God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas we do. And I think small businesses, that's, that's it. You celebrate every single order, whether it's big, whether it's small, whether mm. it's like literally nothing, just even them following you it's the idea that they could potentially be a customer down the line just knowing that they're a part of it and they have no idea the impact it makes on our life mm-hmm. and how the quality of our life will change because of it so yeah mm. that's kind of how i feel about it <laughs> if someone came up to you even say you're out in belfast yeah. and a young man or woman came to you mm-hmm. being like um how do i set up a successful business have you had any advice for them yeah like, um sort of maybe in anything you know well, to be honest, I've had people ask me that before. Mm. Um, my main advice would be, one, well, what is your product? And is it, you know, is it something that the market needs? Are you, is there a gap in the market for that? And if so, who's your target audience? Who is that? Who are you selling them to? Like, figure that all out first, because then you can think about how you want your website to look. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the front image? If you're selling makeup, you want makeup models. You want people of all different skin types, all different ages. If you want to show your product can work on every age, not just a certain person. Yeah. It's better when you're able to open yourself up to everyone rather than one person. And then just really getting a hold of social media. Social media is where we've grown the biggest and how we've got most of our sales. Like Instagram, utilizing Instagram and being able to learn how to grow on that. Like for me, it was just about natural growth, you know, just getting influencers to tag us and using the hashtag we are unaltered. Having the hashtag is really good. Mm-hmm. Having um, your brand and giveaways is really good as well. You don't want to be doing too many of them because then you repetitive just, nearly yeah, yeah, you're, yeah you're not going to get organic growth it's more people who just want something for free and then they mm-hmm. leave yeah so it's just about building like your your so your product again like i said having that target audience is the main thing and i know it's really hard because you're gonna go like everyone's my target audience but there is a way to narrow it down it's kind of like if you're selling jumpers okay we need to think about who's going to be wearing them 24 7 who's going to be your main target audience is it men is it women trying to figure that all out and once you get that you can kind of really home in on what's important and how to advertise it Mm -hmm. like you don't need to be paying loads of ads we did at the start all we did was stories consistent being consistent like every single day Ryan will go every two hours you make sure you post a story I have an alarm on my phone that it'll go off and I'll be like right okay I know exactly what I'm posting mm-hmm. so I have it all saved in my images right this goes up today that's the link I have that all sorted so people can easily just click the link and shop there's mm-hmm. no issue mm-hmm. whereas I think some people overcomplicate it and think I need to pay this person have this all set up the website and it's like perfect our website did not look perfect at the start and um, mm-hmm. there was issues there were things that went wrong and it's just all about learning from your mistakes and just growing as you go along how did you find that like the way the setbacks and things did you sort of 
at the start I found it really hard because I'm mm. I don't like to disappoint anyone. Mm. So when someone said, "Oh, there was a fault with one of the leggings," I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "Ryan, I feel so bad. Like, yeah. I'll give you a refund before you even return them." Ryan was like, "Why would you do that? Like, just breathe. It's fine. These things are like little bumps in the road. You have to get used to this because you can't mm. grow a big business and worry about every single person. You cannot." please everyone yeah. and I was like oh, okay or the website the first time we launched was perfect the second time we had over 10,000 people on the site mm-hmm. it crashed on me and logged me out and I was like nothing was uploading everyone was like I'm trying to get cherry and it won't add to my basket and I'm like oh my god I was like what do I do Heart failure. I started to cry Aria was like I think uh, she was 8 weeks old I was crying my eyes out at the desk and I was like you need to calm down like you could not react like this and I was like yeah. what I want to help people like what am I going to do like they're not going to get there we're going to lose all these sales and literally after 15 minutes of just waiting and not touching it mm-hmm. it loaded they all went up and things sold out and mm. I was like that is just a part of business that you don't realise yeah. happens I had a business beforehand where I would wait months for an order and you don't you know there's things that will work and there's things that won't work yeah. and this is something that is working for us and because I know what to do now which beforehand it was all like I just wanted to sell makeup because I was a makeup artist and it was my like little passion on the side. It wasn't this big business in my head, whereas an altar is a lot bigger. Mm. I don't feel like it's me anymore. I feel like an altar is its own little person yeah, and yeah. I'm just behind it pushing. Yeah, if yeah. that makes any sense. It's like nearly a baby in itself. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, you have to like sort of like yeah. give it the nutrients and give it everything to sort yeah, of and it's, it up. Yeah, now it's growing and it's just kind of me and Ryan are just sitting back watching it, literally not even understanding how this has even happened because yeah. this is what I wanted for my whole life. I've always wanted a business that I was proud of talking about and it was mine and now it's like it's mine but thank you so so much honestly no problem thank you again to ross behind the camera absolute legend thank you drew and all what you do as well so that is all from us on the young hunger podcast and hope you guys enjoyed and i'll catch you guys in the next one